Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, former pro football quarterback and president of the Sold Out Youth Foundation, Roman Gabriel III. Join us for up-close conversations with high-impact people dedicated to faith and family from the world of sports and entertainment. Remember, Sold Out relies on you, the listener, and your support in order to deliver this program. You can donate to the Sold Out Youth Foundation at soldouttv.com. Follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook fan pages at Roman Gabriel III. Check out the Sold Out program at soldouttv.com along with its mission to impact America's youth by challenging students to be alcohol and drug abstinent and teaching valuable life skills and biblical principles of success. Today, Roman's guests on Sold Out Sports Talk are Christian artist and contestant on The Voice, Regina Love, and Tom Brady's agent and one of the founders of the Pacific Pro Football League, Don Yee. Now, here's the host of Sold Out Sports Talk, Roman Gabriel III. Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. And uh, Roman Gabriel with you. I uh, want to thank our partners, Christian Healthcare Ministries, for making uh, this such a great week for us. With me, I love talking to non-football players here because I talked to a lot of football players, but this young lady special, Regina Coves, with us. NBC The Voice Season 9, uh, but, but just as importantly, gospel background, uh, did her first album, The Real Deal, It Ain't Over, with Evander Holyfield, Real Deal <laughs> Productions. I mean, that's kind of cool. Yes. How did that happen for you? It was so amazing. Um, Evan- I met a lady in Kmart, had a 10-carat diamond ring on, and she's actually, when I first moved to Atlanta, Georgia, my first week here. And I said, look, honey, I just want to lay hands on that and pray and let God know what I want when that happens for me. And she says, you know what, you sound like you can sing. And I said, um, well, I can do a little bit. She said, I got a friend that needs a singer for an event. Can you uh, meet her? I said, yeah. So she said she had a friend that loves music and she would like for me to meet this friend. And she didn't tell me who the friend was. So I'm new to Georgia. So when I pull up, I'm like, look, I, I think I'm at this right place, but I don't know. I don't see anything. She said, well, do you see a gate? I said, uh, yeah. She said, well, the, the guard will let you in. So I'm like not even knowing. She said, well, he has to leave, you know, in about an hour. So can you get here at this time so we can leave? I said, okay, fine. So I pull up and I find where this big mansion was and he was standing right there. I'm telling you, my knees were sweating. I was so scared. I didn't know what to do. So I looked, I was like, that is Evander Holyfield. So he looked at me and nodded his head and just turned and walked up. And he, and he asked her, have you ever met her before? She said, no, but I feel like I've been knowing her all my life. So I sang. We talked. I sang again. His car was there for him because he had another interview. He told him, I'm busy. I'll drive myself there. And that's what happened. And from that day forth, I left there at 11 o'clock at night. And he, before I left, he said, well, you want to sign with me or what? I said, yeah. Why wow. not? And that was back when? That was, oh, my gosh, over 20 years ago. Wow, wow. Yeah. And, of course, you've worked with some of the greats yes. in gospel music, too. Yes. You're talking about the- Fred Hammond. Fred Radical Hammond. Surprise. That was the original. Fred Hammond, Radicals yeah, for Christ, and, and of course, my my age, you know, you know, some of the some of the people, uh, his name, it's kind of like Fred Hammond. He's been Israel, Israel, yes, another I know one, Israel, yes, and and, and uh, trying to think the other young man who uh, does the rap, you know, with uh, with with a big choir. Uh, uh, oh, Kirk Franklin, Kirk Fra- <laughs> of course, that's who were Kirk Franklin. Yes, See, that's who were Kirk. I, I, I we were he, all coming out together. Yes. He brought me into, I absolutely loved his music. And, of course, I like all kinds of music. But when yeah. I first heard him, I thought, man, Let me I tell you really something. like this. We would get in a lot of trouble on tour. We were on tour together. 
for many years. It's been amazing. And that choir was just absolutely yes. amazing. We were all family. That's the one thing I love about my whole life is, you know, being blessed to be with greats, such greats, and, and to have stuff. See, everybody leaves a little seed, you know, in you. And I, I thank God for that because Fred pulled out the praise and worship out of me because yeah. I came from a quartet background. Yeah. And I didn't even know I had praise and worship in me. So I was wow. blessed. Margie and Love, I read uh, NBC <laughs> Voice Season 9. Yes. Okay, tell me about how, how you got into the voice and how that worked out for you and why you did that. Well, actually, I got in. It was 85,000 people that tried out for uh, the show. And in my group, I was the only person that was chosen to go through to the next round. And I'm telling you, the shows like this is really, really intense. And it's I'm, when I'm telling you, if you're not really solid, and I thank God on my faith. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you something. One of the contestants where they were talking about me on the bus, they were like, I don't know what she does every morning, but she gets up and she's, I don't know what she's saying. Yeah. Whatever, because I was praying in my prayer language. And I would listen to my affirmations every morning. And I would pray for all the contestants because it's really intense. And people, if you're not strong, and if you don't have the faith, you can really break because sure. there were people that committed suicide. It's like a, it's, it's, a, it's a grueling endurance It's a deal. grueling people thing. People have no idea. People have no idea and you and got people intense. that sends mail good mail as well as hate mail as well as all kind of stuff you know how do you how do you equate uh uh that in american idol the number of north carolina singers that have come out of north carolina right. uh, that's where i live and, and it seems like almost every contest there's somebody from north carolina right. that's getting it done <laughs> the thing about that well from the voice opposed to american idol i feel that you know a lot of times on american idol I, I, what I did not like is how they have people that they know and they make fun of people that didn't really, yeah, yeah. I, I don't like that. Yeah. And, and one thing about the voice, if you can't sing, they don't you're you not, on. you're not even passing. Right. Not even out of the door when you leave that you won't even get to even try out for the show because they don't want to make fun of anybody and do anything like that. No, okay, it's so a Adam real Levine serious show. is singing oh. at the halftime of the Super Bowl. Yes. Um, Adam seems like a guy that could, could do a little gospel. Well, it's so funny because uh, P.J. Morton is a very dear friend of mine. He's in Maroon 5, and his, his father is a bishop, Bishop Paul S. Morton, and he's in Maroon 5. So it's, it, was, it was amazing when I chose Adam uh, to be my coach, and then Gwen Stefani stole me, yeah. and God used me to help her through a difficult time. So that's why I tell everybody, I, the reason why I did this show is because I wanted people to know that dreams can and will come true no matter what you've gone through in your life, no matter what you've experienced, no matter how old you are. Just believe and have the faith because God said your gift shall make room. And it was so funny because Pharrell said to me, he says, look, I know you're singing about a man uh, when I did Midnight Train to Georgia, talking about a man leaving a woman, but I felt something come over me and it was a spirit that lifted me through this roof and you lifted this whole roof out of this building and i know that was the jesus in me so sometimes god sets you up in yeah. strategic places so the people got Divine mad at me because you should have sang a gospel song i asked to sing a gospel song but they wouldn't allow me to yeah regina loves with us uh you know one of the things i was thinking about as you said that is you know they set it up on the show like they're mentoring you but one of the great things about being a believer is that God puts you in opportunities where you get to be the mentor in such a different way, yes. in a humble way. Uh, so it sounds like they wouldn't show that on TV, but it sounds like he gave no. you a great opportunity with she these people. She said, Gwen said, and they actually showed it. I, my mind really? was blown. She said, the Lord had me. If you look at my videos, she said, the Lord had me push my button because wow. Gwen didn't turn for me. 
because she said, I was afraid of you. What am I going to teach you? Right. But she saved me. And then guess what? God used me to be a blessing to her. So now where are you at now in terms of what you're trying to do? Because everybody always talks about, you know, accomplishments and what the next goal is and and how you feel like God's going to use you next. What, What do you think? Right now, right now, what I'm doing is I just have my own hairline. I open my own hairline. And the reason why I wanted to do that, because a lot of times there's people that have suffered with different sicknesses and cancer, illnesses, cancer, alopecia, and not only that, stress. Right. And I love to make people feel good about themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's called Regina Love Hair. And it's ReginaLoveHair.com. Okay. And when I tell you, that has changed a lot of people's lives, as well as my singing. So when you come into my store, it's like you're walking into heaven. That's what... That's what uh, the news, uh, NBC News said. I feel like I'm walking into heaven here, and that's what I wanted because I wanted to be able to captivate that. And then when you walk out of here, you can conquer the world. And I'm working on my music now. You know, we're sitting here at Super Bowl 53, and, of course, you have two teams that have fought all year long, uh, and they're going to go out and play in front of millions of people on television. And this week they're having an impact with we've talked to many Patriots and uh, many of the Rams who believe in the Lord and who talk about their faith strongly. And, of course, impacts so many young people and they are serious about that platform absolutely uh, i was going to ask you you know uh, a lot of athletes you know we want to be musicians and a lot of musicians want to be athletes (laughs) for you what's that feeling like when you're playing that large crowd when you know you've practiced when you know you're ready to go when you know you've got that anointing from the lord and that you're giving it to him the performance what's that feeling like in terms of your talents and abilities and what you do walking out there you know, I, I asked God to let Regina die and you come through me so that your work, so that your love, so that your anointing, so that your power can come and radiate this place. Because I want to change lives. I've been to a concert and I had to sing and I wasn't feeling my best. And even when I did Hello, because I did Hello and that was Adele's first song after a five-year hiatus. I was the first person to sing it live. She allowed me to do that because they said that we can't get the clearance for that. This song has 580 million views and she's never sang it live. We can't get that. They sent a video of me to her. Wow. And she gave the permission. That's like only Imagine Story, right? Come on. But see, favor isn't fair. Yeah. But see, when God is involved, anything will happen. Right. And that's what I ask him to do with me because I did concerts where people have come up to me. And this one lady, I'll never forget, she said, I came here today. I was going to come and I was going to take me and my children because my husband left me. And I was going to run my car off of a bridge and kill me and my children. But I came to this concert. My friend drugged me here. And I want to thank you. So some, sometimes you get that reinforcement of the kind of impact that you're having on people. I just uh, think I get I hear that as well in what I do. Uh, you know, we have a foundation that helps kids, drugs and alcohol education. We go into junior highs and high schools and talk I'm to sorry. kids about biblical principles. That's okay. Uh, and once in a while, you get a student that will write you back and say, what you said to me really made a difference in my life and really changed the way I'm thinking. And I'm, yeah. my thought is you never know who you're impacting. And, and that's why it's so important that we walk the walk. Yeah. Uh, in front of whoever we're with. And I've had others tell me this week uh, that they didn't know they were influencing somebody, and then they walked up and said, hey, you don't know what you did for me. And it's like, hey, I don't remember who that was. And it happens every day. Yes. And that's the reason why I thank God. I know I was singing R&B, and I had some of 
people saying, well, you know, you should have been on this gospel show. Why did you do that? Because you're no. And I don't want to be put in a box. Right. Because let me tell you something. The Bible says the the, the harvest is plentiful, but the labors are few. We got to go out. Right. Not inside of the four walls of the church. That's not the church. We're the church. And we take it with us wherever we go. I'll go into the enemy's camp and I'll open my mouth and I will bring them forth. Regina Love with us, NBC Voice Season 9, gospel singer, um, incredible story and uh, encouragement. Uh, so appreciative because yeah. uh, we talk to people from the world of music, sports, and entertainment right here on Sold Out uh, that that's what they're all about. It's all yeah. about using their talents and abilities to impact others' lives, period. They need to get hold of you, follow you, where we go. Yes, on Instagram, it's I am Regina Love, and also Regina Love Hair is my hairline. And we, when you do that, we give back. Because I have a movement called Regina Love Labor of Love Movement. And what we do is we take deserving people that have suffered with cancer, alopecia. And I want them with a day with Regina for no charge. Awesome. I'll give them a unit. I'll give them an outfit. And I'll take a photo shoot with them. Because I'm going to tell you something, a lot of people don't even have professional photos of themselves and when you're not feeling the best you know you want something to make you feel better and know that you can make it and god yes. is a healer yes and that's what i want to do with this i want to make my mark on this earth before i let you go uh i want you to sing a little something for our people out there because this is this is a faith-based audience who right. loves music on yes. american family i want you to sing a little something for us take us okay. uh, when we come back more on sold out sports talk here's regina love sending us to a commercial Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus, just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise, just to know the This is Sold Out Sports Talk with your host, Roman Gabriel III. In this segment, Roman talks with one of the founders of the Pacific Pro Football League, Don Yee. Visit SoldOutTV.com and consider donating to the Sold Out Youth Foundation. And follow Roman on his Twitter and Facebook pages at Roman Gabriel III. Now, once again, here's Roman Gabriel III. Welcome to Sold Out Sports Talk on American Family Radio. Uh, I got a gentleman that many people know uh, from his agent day, which is Tom Brady's agent, working with Tom Brady, and, and what an incredible uh, agent he is. Uh, Don Yee's with us, and he's got an incredible thing we're going to talk about that he's getting ready to start here in the summer. But the first thing I wanted to ask Don is yes. you're, you're probably looking at one of the great Tom Brady fans. Uh, you know, I just uh, oh, I, I so respect his game, you. so respect what he represents, mm -hmm. uh, and have watched him for so many years, covered sure. all his Super Bowls, and um, amazing what he's doing at the age of 41. Sure, yeah, no, it's been a thrilling ride and very privileged to have worked with him this entire time. You know, I mean, it's just a strictly a, a you know a compliment to his discipline. It just it just shows if you have incredible discipline, what you can accomplish. I was going to ask you. The thing about the Patriots is so amazing, and mm -hmm. Tom Brady specifically, 
is how you maintain that drive and maintain that work ethic and don't become complacent. And it's hard enough for a team to win the Super Bowl mm-hmm. once and get back. Mm-hmm. But for them to do what they've done in this age of everybody's sure. the same and last place is first place, uh, I think it's the, the maybe the biggest accomplishment in, in professional football history. I, I'd have to agree with you, Roman, because, you know, as, as we all know, as professionals and other fields yes sometimes there are days you just want to take off or you know you're just not feeling it for that day or that week or even that month you know but it's a, a really a testament to their ownership their coaching staff their players as you just stated to continue to strive and eliminate complacency you know and that's the one thing frankly when the nfl conducts its annual combine and they're interviewing young players and they're putting them through all these physical tests right but they don't really know yet how to test for, are you good at avoiding complacency? Do you continue to strive for perfection? And I agree with you. That is, you know, in my view also, that is an incredible accomplishment. You know, I've talked to a lot of Patriots players about Tom. I've talked to other people that know him. And uh, I've I've had the the privilege to interview him on several occasions. Mm -hmm. Um, For fans out there that don't appreciate this man's consistency and ability at that position, what it takes to play it. My dad played it for you know yeah. 16 years at the highest level. Uh, tell me uh, something about Tom Brady maybe that people wouldn't know uh, about his uh, exactly what you're talking about, about the way he works. Because a lot of people look at him, he's married to a supermodel, he's a good-looking guy, he's got on top of the world. Mm-hmm. But I tell people, you don't know this man's work ethic. Yeah, and I would say, you know, if there's one thing is that uh, his standards – for himself are incredibly high. He sets very, very high goals, and that's what he aims for every year. And uh, every year he continually reinvents himself and those goals. And so he sets internal goals, which you know is really an incredible thing to see. And for me to have witnessed from the time he came out of college over a 20-year right. period to watch this. Which is ridiculous, first of all, <laughs> a 20-year period in the NFL today. Right. You know, but watch a young man continually set his goals higher and higher and higher. It's, it's pretty inspiring, actually. Question. A lot of people say, you know, he, when will it be done? He wants to play till he's 45, but I got a feeling Tom Brady is not going to play one more day if he doesn't think he can play at the level he's playing at, right? Yeah, I mean, he as I said, he's got very high standards. Very so he's not lofty a guy who's going to hang around just to hang around. You know, I I would never presume as just like yeah. with your dad and with yourself. You know, for me in in my business in my position, I always respect whatever the athlete's personal feelings are. I would never presume to try to substitute my judgment yes. for them. They've earned the right. Your father, yourself, someone like Tom, any other player, they've earned the right to themselves to be able to say when they're Time's ready. Up. Yeah, but I would never presume to say that. But right now, you know, he's he's in great shape. He really enjoys himself. Uh, he's got a great protocol for each, getting ready for each well, season. It, it, and it's it, a great locker room. The other thing that's been interesting to see in covering all his years has been the maturation as a husband, the maturation as a father, the maturation mm-hmm. as a community guy that cares mm-hmm. about others' kids. Yes. Um, to, to me, the whole thing, I think Roger, Roger Goodell and the NFL did a disservice going after Tom because 
of all the things that go on in the NFL, this is a guy who is absolutely the mm-hmm. guy you'd want to be the role model for an NFL player on and off the field. Tom is just Yeah, I mean, obviously that was a really unfortunate event yes. for us and for the entire league, really. Yeah. You know, I think uh, we're all well past it, th- yeah. thankfully. You know, but uh, yeah, it's been a great privilege. But people take you know? that for granted, right? I mean, they because, do. Because, I think because they do, you yeah. see all the people that do it wrong, and he does it right, mm-hmm. and it's like, hey, let's let's applaud the guys that mm-hmm. do it right. You know, let's mm-hmm. let's make an example of the guys that we, you know, this is what you espouse mm-hmm. to be an NFL player. Yes. then let's do that. You know, but we're obviously also Roman in the entertainment yes, business, exactly. Right. And, uh, and there are lots of different stories exactly. out there, and many stories just as inspiring as Tom's. Oh, uh, no, as I'm well. talking about 90% yeah. of the NFL yeah. players, but I just thought, here's yeah. your best player yeah. in the NFL who represents that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, let's not mess with the guy, who, you know, because when he leaves, we're going to all go, man, we really saw something special and going to miss him. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, hopefully it's going to be another great game on Sunday. You know, and uh, typically the games they played in are always uh, close. They are always good, you know. And yeah. so I think for the fans, hopefully they'll be entertained. You just made a great statement. They've never been in a blowout Super Bowl. Uh, not that I'm aware no, of. No, no, they've been close. Not at least side. with him playing. The two Giants losses, his. Yeah, the two yeah. Giants losses mm-hmm. were down to the wire. Yeah. Last year was down to the wire. So I guess the people that will be really happy, Roman, will be the network executives. Oh, exactly. <laughs> well, let's get down to business here. Sure. You are starting a summer football league. We've yes. got a couple of spring leagues that are being talked about. Yes. Nobody's talked about doing a summer league. First of all, Pacific Pro League. Yes. Uh, you are the founder. Uh, when yes. are we starting? Pacific Pro Football projecting to start in July 2020. Our commissioner is okay. Ed, Ed McCaffrey. Our new CEO is uh, an executive named Jamie Heeman. We just hired from the NFL Network. Yeah. And uh, this will be the first professional football league designed for players not yet eligible for the NFL. Really? Yes. And we will design this league to be specifically curated for the NFL, meaning the players will be trained specifically in NFL-style football okay. and practices so that when they're ready to elevate their career to the NFL, the learning curve will be eliminated. Specify for me, though, when you say that they can come into this league, what, out of, early out of college? Yeah, so they could. the players will be eligible as long for our league for Pacific Pro Football, as long as they're not yet eligible for the NFL, so that means directly out of high school, freshman, or, sophomore year, <clears throat> freshman, sophomore year, or community for, college. So for kids that are serious about wanting to, almost like a, almost like a, a developmental league, is yes. that right? Yes. So every major professional sport in the world, Roman, has a developmental path, an early professional path. The NFL is the only major league in the world that does not have one. It will be players such as, for example. We're shooting to start in July 2020. After Trevor Lawrence's sophomore year at Clemson, we would you we will make him. yeah we'll make an employment offer to him and, and give him a choice. People were talking this year that he could have come out. Right. Um, what's the selling point for the average fan to come out and watch this league? Great. The selling point will be one: the time of the year, July and August, the NBA will be over, right and. College football and NFL will not have started yet. I mean, you've got two months left in the in the summer. That's one. It's two. We're going to have the best ascending talent in the country playing in this league. So you'll essentially be able to see the next generation of NFL stars okay. up close. Well, you have a rule. Uh, what I don't like about the, uh, for example, the NBA draft is, is once the college player decides to come out mm-hmm. but doesn't make it, he can't go back to college. Mm-hmm. 
how how will that work? How how will that work in competition with the colleges with this situation? Okay, once if a player chooses to take an employment offer with us, they will have foregone their NCAA, their NCAA eligibility. eligibility. So they don't really have to think about it. But frankly, what's going on right now, as you know, a lot of the best players come out as juniors. Yeah. Right. So what will happen is I'm you know I'm sure there will be many players who will finish their sophomore year. Who would want we, to do what a junior would do? But exactly, can't. right. Play professionally in what would have been their junior year. And the whole thing now in college isn't isn't playing four years. It's it's getting your stock up to the point and and where it can't go down, and right. where you got to get out now before you mess right. that up. Right. And the players do want choices, and we see, that, you know, there's a lot of data that exists to prove this. For example, players are starting to skip bowl games now. Yes. And and even and even uh, you know I I would. Uh, I want to say this, but I, I think there's going to day, day to come that some guys won't play a national championship game. Right. That it's going. It's it's it. All that shows is that the players are aching for another option. You know, and if you really think about the player development process from middle school on until they get to college, from well, middle they're being school recruited on, out of they're being school. recruited and they get to choose their high school and all of these things. They have options, right? They can have a private coach on the side, but once they get to college. They don't have any more choices, right? Because now you're in the NCAA system. So what we want to do is just provide another path for those players. That is awesome. Don Yee with a specific pro football league going to happen in my hometown of Southern Cal. Uh, So I'm looking forward to it. I'm out there quite a bit, so I'd love to to help in any way I can come on out and uh, and support. We work with high schools and junior highs doing a drug mm-hmm. and alcohol education program, a character mm-hmm. program yep. that's athletic-oriented in a lot yeah. of the schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe there's a way that we can work together Absolutely. to do some things. Absolutely. And we hope maybe uh, Ed McCaffrey can come on with you at some point, our commissioner. Oh, I think that would be great. one of my favorites yep. when, when we were the Broncos. <laughs> He's a class act. Yep. And his son, obviously, doing wonderful with the Panthers where I live in Boone. So. Yep. Don, what a pleasure to have you on. Thank you for having me, Roman. What a unique idea. You've been listening to Sold Out Sports Talk with Roman Gabriel III. Our podcasts are available at AFR.net. You can follow Roman on his official website, soldouttv.com, and on Facebook at Roman Gabriel III. We'll catch you next time on Sold Out Sports Talk, your source for faith, family, and sports.